What's up, Weeboos? Welcome back to the Weeboo Podcast. This is episode five of the of season three of the Weeboo Podcast. We took a long break. We've been busy with the work. It was the holidays for Thanksgiving. It's also like, I guess the holidays now that's December. So it's been a bit busy for both of us. Pat is still stuck in Singapore. So hopefully he gets back soon to celebrate the holidays. But what's been going on, Pat? How have you been? What's your anime watching, I guess, routine like nowadays, now now that you're kind of accustomed to Singapore? Hey, I mean, it's been going, it's been going. I'm quite bummed I missed Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays, but it is what it is. I've been trying to squeeze some anime in with the busy schedule, but man, I'm just excited to come home, get back into America and just binge anime, play some games and relax. But overall, Singapore is a great place. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, making new friends with bartenders because I spend too much time at bars. But beside that, it's uh, it's good, it's good. I wish I had some more time to catch up on all the anime. This is the first time I think in a while I've fallen actually quite behind on a couple shows. So there's a lot of catching up I need to do, but I do have a long plane ride back next weekend. So let's hope I can catch up then. But I just bought Pokemon, so you know it's gonna be some combination of Pokemon and anime. Other than that, things have been going. Things have been going well. Um, but yeah, let's. I know it's been a while. So what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I have a. I guess a few things I want to talk about. I guess we could kind of start with some minor topics here to get it out of the way, but. I think the biggest thing we want to talk about here for me personally is Cowboy Bebop in the live action, which we will definitely talk about later on in the podcast because it's probably the most talked about anime or anime adaptation in the last month or so. Uh, maybe it's not the most positive thing talked about, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we both have our thoughts there on, on it. So then we could go over that later on in the podcast. So everyone that's listening to the podcast could kind of look forward to that conversation. But before we get to that, a few, I guess, quick things I wanted to talk about. One is the Demon Slayer episode came out, the new Entertainment District episode. I think it's about 45 minutes to an hour long. I'm not I don't remember the exact time, but have you had the chance to watch it? No, I have not seen the new episode. I did watch all of the train arc again, but I haven't I haven't watched the latest one. Is it good? Give me the rundown. I think um. I don't want to spoil it for you, but what we kind of talked about in terms of what we wanted from the episode initially or like the start of the or maybe what I said that I wanted from the start of the season kind of happened. It's basically a transition episode from getting from the train arc to the entertainment district arc. So they do some explanation, some backstories for the characters, also just like what's going on with everyone's lives after the whole train arc incident happened. So I mean, it's like a good kick kickoff episode, and I think it was smart that they did it in like a 45-minute episode because they could kind of get the entire transition out of the way in the course of one episode rather than doing like two episodes at the start of a season. That's basically just a transition, which will kind of lose a lot of traction or like it will just lose like the hypeness of the show. So I'm glad they just kind of like shoved it all into one. So that, that was my like big takeaway. Um, the opening song was done by Aimer, so... Very, very good song, I think. Um, I don't think it's, like, the best Demon Slayer song, but it's a very interesting, like, intro and also good, like, art that goes with it. So, all in all, not not a lot to complain about here. I mean, that's kind of what we expected, right? We don't... Never, never a letdown on the art or the opening songs with Demon Slayer, at least thus far. So, I'll have to give it a listen. How does... How's the opening? Is it a banger? It's pretty good. I I don't think it's as good as um Brave Brave Shine from Unlimited Blade Works and the Fate series, but it's still good. Like it's a an above average opener. I don't know if it's something I will listen to on repeat, but I only listened to it once or twice so far. So my opinion of it can change probably as as the season goes on. But one thing I've actually been hearing a lot recently as the demon slayer new season has started is um and this is just a quick topic to talk about but 
I've been hearing a lot of people say that Demon Slayer is an overrated show. What do you what do you think about that? Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if it's overrated. I think it's uh it it is I think it deserves the hype. I mean, what anime has gotten so much attention that people who normally don't watch anime watch it? From, I guess, like the devil's advocate point of view or the people that think that it's overrated, they don't think it's much different from a typical shonen show. Like the formula for the shonen or the formula for Demon Slayer is just too typical of a shonen show that it's not much special to them. I guess... I guess I could see that. I guess you do have a lot of the typical shonen, but I think what's different about Demon Slayer is every character is unique. It's it's almost like Naruto in that every character has an interesting background and you want to learn more about them. I think that's what separates out Demon Slayer versus a typical shonen. Like who cares about the plot development and maybe like the the basic shonen over theme, the theme? But I feel like the anime that are really one level above or or two are the ones that make you want to learn about every character. Right? Normally shonens, I think they focus on one or two characters and the rest are kind of just they're like sub characters. They they're part of the story, but you don't care too much about them. And they aren't portrayed as i don't know interesting characters who you would you would care to watch a whole arc about but in demon slayer i mean if there was a whole arc about each hashida i feel like that would be very widely watched and it wouldn't be taken as filler arcs it would be more of like oh this is interesting kind of like how in naruto like almost all most of the characters are relatively interesting yeah i think it depends right because some of these shonen shows gets a long story so something like naruto and demon slayer has the time and kind of the i guess i don't know the popularity to back up all the episodes that it receives in order to explain each one of the characters one other shonen that i could kind of think of off the top of my head that doesn't necessarily explain every single character is something like dr stone where they have four or five main characters, they explain the backstory of those five characters, and then the rest are just supporting characters, in a sense. I mean, not to take away anything from Dr. Stone or anything like that, but that's just how the format of the show is. And Demon Slayer almost has a new arc with every single Hashida or every single character, right? We saw it with the train arc with uh, Rengoku, and then we're going to see it next with the Entertainment District. So... Yeah, and from that standpoint, I, I totally can see it. I think um, I think everyone can agree, even the ones that think Demon Slayer over, is overrated, is that the art is amazing. So it's probably just Demon Slayer, the show, needs to do a better job. Or maybe hopefully, like as the story progresses, we'll create like a unique storyline for these haters to, to appreciate a little bit more. Like a good plot to kind of back up the nice aesthetics right and and truthfully like i don't want to be a i don't want to say any spoilers but the train arc and the entertainment arc two of the more lackluster arcs in my opinion of the storyline i mean of course we're gonna get to see this entertainment arc coming up but having read the manga i did think you know this section of the story is a little dull but every show has that. And maybe right now, that's the feeling some people are getting. Like, why is this so popular? But it's almost yeah, like one yeah. of those things, like, by the end of the show, I'm pretty sure people are going to have a much different opinion. I hope that's a fair take. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, you know, like, as the story progresses, as, as all the arcs kind of come, and as the show goes and nears the climax of the show... It's just going to get better. So, you know, I obviously we both know how it ends and how it progresses. So no spoilers here, but hopefully people will just appreciate the show as the story goes. Um, Another topic I want to talk about pretty quickly, and I don't know if you're caught up on all the episodes yet, but are you caught up on 86? I am caught up on 86. I kind of have a semi hot take or not even a hot take, just an opinion, but 
86 has become a show that has that requires a lot of effort for me to want to watch it. Is it the same for you? I don't know if it's effort, but it's kind of like just pushing through. And so I don't think it's a hot take, but you know, I, I looked into the storyline a bit more. And the first season was actually the first arc or the first volume of the light novel. And the second and third light novels are the second season. So actually, I think what the writers are doing, maybe it's a bit of a dull or two novels, but they're trying to combine two of the light novels into the second season. Because I think it's the fourth novel where it picks back up and essentially, I don't want to say any spoilers, but the fourth novel is kind of where things get interesting again back uh, with a lot of the characters in the first novel, if that makes sense. So I I don't want to say any spoilers, but this second and third novel are more setup novels for the entire story. Okay, I could see that because the story progression just seems to be really slow now. And it's, I think when I first watched the first season, it was just pure, purely entertaining slash like emotional in a sense. So it was a lot more easy. I, 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 I guess it was just a, a lot easier for me to watch it. Now it just feels like dialogue after dialogue, just plot, intro, plot, 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 plot. And then that's all it really is. And then the plot itself is really just like a dialogue to set up more things that kind of come with the story. And I just have to be in like this like mood to just want to listen to everyone talking for 20 minutes because that's all that's going on. And yeah, I haven't been able to get myself to watch like the last three episodes or so because of that. Yeah. So one interesting thing the not light novel did, and I, I, I didn't really read it. I skimmed a couple chapters, but they talked about the fourth novel or man, I don't really know all the novels exactly. So don't take me word for word, but they gave kind of the outcome of, of all of this season two at the start. And then they did pulled one of the whole flashbacks, like this is how we got here type of thing. In the anime, they didn't do any of that. So you're just seeing them progress through without knowing still what's to come. Okay. Okay. And I mean, in the light novel, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole like arc about what happened back in the republic but i don't think they're gonna go through that in the anime yeah i don't really know what's going on with it i don't know if i want to spend too much time on it but it's just like it's so painful man it it like quickly became like a back burner anime which kind of feels bad i i think it's it's just, they just gotta you know get through i think this chunk of the section the question is, I don't know what they're going to do because, you know, leaving, ending the season on, on like this type of note does leave a bad taste. Yeah, like, do we even know that there's another season coming up after this? We don't, right? Like, Yeah, I think it is renewed for se- season three, though. Oh, no, wait. I might have thought of something right now. Are they going to make a movie? I don't. That would That would be very, very ballsy. Is this a setup to like a trilogy movie series or something? I'm not down. I don't know. I don't think they have enough hype to have a movie. Do they even have the budget for that? I don't know, man. It just feels like it's the second season is all set up for something more grand. I mean, it is all set up. <laughs> I mean, I'm no I'm not denying that it's set up. Yeah, if it's all set up, like it just seems like it's bound to be like a movie or something maybe they'll they'll be a new season who knows like if you really think about it there is no what okay speaking just from an anime perspective you have no idea what's going on back in the republic you still have no idea about the uh, main character's family history the nosen clan you have no idea about the federist the feder the federacy whatever city he's in now and all the other places. And you still don't really know why the Legion are doing what they're doing. It's just all kind of jumbled. Yeah. There's like nothing connecting it yet. And I don't see it connecting in the foreseeable future. If, and I think that's the problem here. 
Like, right, we're, what are we in? Seven episodes in. And not only that, they had, what, two, two recap episodes this year? This, this, uh. They had, like, a .5 episode. They had two of them, right? <laughs> they had, like, two of them, I think. Yeah, they had one in season one, which was the recap at the end of the season. And then this one was 18.5 or something like that. Oh, no, no. They then, had another one, like, last week. Yeah, they had, like, another gap week because. No, they had two they gap weeks in season two. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. I think one of them, one of the, the gap weeks was because, like, something had to air in its place, though. So, I don't think it's a, like, a studio issue or, like, they weren't able to get the episode ready kind of issue. It was more so just that there was, there was another program in place oh. with the regular airtime. And since it's the holidays, that's what typically happens in Japan. You'll have like Christmas programs or like end of the year, New Year stuff that kind of just overtakes the hot like time slots and in, in the TV airing schedule. So then 86 probably just got overridden for a couple of weeks of those. So, yeah, that's it's not a great look for the anime overall it's still rated very well but yeah we'll see how the how this progresses and how this ends but i guess we could kind of just like shift gears to kind of the main topic here now and i think the last episode we talked about or when we what we talked about in the last episode was just me talking about cowboy bebop to you and just telling you to watch the show and give it a chance now that you've kind of finished and watched it, what what are your takes from a perspective that hasn't watched the anime? It was pretty entertaining. I think that's how it started off. Did it live up to your expectations? I don't know what I was expecting, but I liked it. I went into it not trying to compare it to anything, not trying to expect greatness. I just wanted to watch it and, you know, see how much i enjoyed enjoyed watching it and honestly i liked it a lot there were some cringe moments some moments that i was just like oh that was poorly done and there are a lot of holes kind of in the show itself but i thought it was i thought it was pretty enjoyable and again like i'm not trying to compare it to the anime because like we talked about i don't think that's the correct way to rate cowboy bebop i think you have to take it at face value as a show first and then for those who have seen the anime obviously you're there's no way you're not going to compare the two but you have to think about was it entertaining for you to watch did you get even did you get through it did you not get through it and for me i i actually watched it relatively fast because i thought it was interesting um and it was enjoyable that every episode was more standalone almost. But because of that, because it was more standalone, I can see a lot of people maybe not liking that. Like there's the plot development, the character development isn't as great. And they kind of rush through the storyline. And from what I remember, it wasn't exactly the same as the anime. I've only seen a little bit of the anime, but I'm pretty sure there were some parts that were definitely different. Yeah. I think for the there are plot things that are similar from the anime to that carry over to this live action. Um and I, I watched the anime I think two months ago, three months ago, in kind of preparation for the live action just to be able to do like a compare and contrast. But at the same time, um I guess to give more background to people that watch or that are listening to this podcast like i watch every single live action i watch all the ones that are in japan i watch all the ones that are like kind of converted to english adaptations i I watch all of them and because of that i might be more used to watching live actions than other people are so i i kind of went into this with the experience of watching live action and was like oh you know what? i'm not gonna expect anything i'm not gonna expect it to be exactly like for like with the anime because that's just unfair to the creators of the show because when you have like a anime like cowboy bebop that's like a highly regarded maybe like a 10 out of 10 in a lot of people's books there's just no way that you can live up to that 10 out of 10 right it's just i mean there is a way but it's highly unlikely that you will live up to that 10 out of 10 
So I just went into it kind of similar as you. Like I'm not gonna kind of ding ding the live action show for not doing something that the anime did. But I guess what was your like favorite part or like what made it interesting for you in terms of like entertaining? Did you just like the characters or like the plot or just I guess the sci-fi elements to it or? So I I like the sci-fi elements and I just like John Cho. I think John Cho was the bright spot of the entire thing. I think he did a and I'll st- I'm gonna say it. He he did a great, outstanding job, just playing the role he did. Was it necessarily the main character? Like correct? Was he was he necessarily replicating Spike? I don't know. But was he an entertaining character to watch? Yes. I mean, I I enjoyed watching his scenes and kind of just his whole his whole role he had. I liked the type of uh, you know development that he himself was able to add into the show that was my favorite part the plot itself the plot itself has a lot of holes the plot itself is kind of meh but i like john cho so that was for me like what i liked about it like honestly i think he should get some recognition for what he did yeah i agree i think john cho is clearly the bright spot of the show because his acting is fluid almost. It doesn't feel forced or anything like that Give with the script that he's given. And the script seems to want to kind of replicate what the anime gave, but like took its own twist and then added like Western elements to it. So it, it might have been hard, I guess, for any actor to pick up the script and then act it perfectly. I thought John did a pretty good job, honestly. Like like his, he's just an entertaining character as Spike. Um, I don't think he's like a like for like with spike and that's so hard to compare like for like considering one speaks japanese and is of like semi-japanese background versus the uh, this one's just completely westernized and is in english and there's just too many elements that kind of differ between the two so i I don't think it should have been like a complete like for like thing but at the same time they kind of kept the image like the outfit the hair uh, and the look of spike spiegel in this live action form and there's been like a lot of controversy say controversy over kind of how like the characters look like Faye Valentine doesn't look like the main like the Faye Valentine from the anime and people were like pissed off about it um I don't know if you remember what Faye Valentine looks like in the anime but there was just no way in hell that was going to become a live action adaptation so I don't know why people are pissed off about it and then like on the other side of the spectrum like people are like saying why did they try to make John and Vicious, or sorry, Spike and Vicious and Jet look exactly the same as the anime? It's just like kind of cringe at the same time. Like it's too anime looking. It, there's just there's just no winning from the I guess live action creator standpoint because no matter what they did, if they changed the look or if they changed the character or if they kept the character exactly the same, all these anime fans were gonna just lash out on it no matter what. Yeah, it was always going to be a mixed bag of reviews. And at the end of the day, it was just what side, what did you have more of? Did you have more of the good or more of the bad? And I think in the case of Bebop, I enjoyed it. I would watch another season of it, you know, just casually on the side. Would I, would I be signing up? Would I say like, oh, I can't wait for the next season? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. But I think it's interesting to hear all the reviews about it because, like you said, there was no winning in this case. And, and I don't think there ever will be winning in terms of live adaptations of anime. It's just sad. Uh, it's just really sad to think about. Yeah. I think um, on the last episode of the podcast, what I said was that I didn't read any of the reviews because I didn't want it to skew my opinion or my viewing experience when I was watching Bebop and that happens to me a lot so like if I go on Mal right and I see an anime and I don't know if this is the same for you but see an anime is like a 9 out of 10 I'm like skewed into thinking it's gonna be really good and I'll find elements that are like oh that yeah that was great that that part was amazing like this shows a 9 out of 10 but I will kind of overlook all the negative aspects of it because I've already kind of implanted this idea that's like a 9 out of 10. So I didn't I didn't want to look at all that. 
But afterwards, since that last episode or since the podcast we recorded last, I was I went back and basically watched infinite like reviews, like YouTube videos, articles, just talking about Cowboy Bebop in a live action. I think I read like maybe 39 articles that gave it a negative review and then one that gave it like a moderately reasonable neutral stance out of like the 40 I read. So I don't think I read a single good review about it. And all these anime fans just like nitpick at the smallest things that I just can't believe they like nitpick at. Like I don't understand how they even enjoy shows if they're just so angry about every single aspect of the show or every single aspect of any anime they watch like is this normal i don't i don't know maybe they're just trying to be critical to make content on youtube or you know make content on the internet but it just seems sad because it just sounds like they can't just enjoy a show for what it is they just have to find the flaws in it I think that's a good way to put it because I think people went into this watching to see what type of flaws they could find with some Netflix produced live adaptation. Right, right. And, you know, I don't. Yeah, I did see a lot of negative reviews as well. I saw a lot of, you know, Western comments that it just seemed like people who had seen the anime who just didn't like the live adaptation. And um, it just. It just reminded me of why live, live adaptations fail. And they always do. And I don't know. I just, to me, all the reviews I said, I, I, I read. I wondered how many of these people have watched a lot of anime to the extent that they can fairly rate something like this. I think the other side of the spectrum for me is that all these people don't watch live actions like that was the main takeaway i got from it because if you are dinging cowboy bebop the live action for it being a poor live action and it might have been a poor live action like it maybe like in the grand scheme of things compared to like a marvel movie or like an average netflix show it might be below average i'm, I'm not 100 sure but dude have these people watched any other live actions because if you watch the aot live action I guarantee you this Cowboy Bebop live action will look a lot better. If you watch the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood live action, I guarantee you this Cowboy Bebop live action will look lit. Because all these other live actions, I could like name like 10. The Death Note Netflix one, shit. It's Ghost in the Shell, absolute shit. There was a Dragon Ball Evolution or something, absolute garbage. FMAB Brotherhood was trash. AOT was trash. And like something even like Psyche K is pretty garbage. Like... All these people just haven't watched enough live actions. They they pick and choose the one or two that are on Netflix, which are Death Note and and Cowboy Bebop, and they're just like, oh yeah, these are garbage. But like in in the relative grand scheme of things, in terms of like the other live actions that anime has gotten, I guarantee you this Cowboy Bebop one is like towards the upper half, because there's a lot of trash out there, man. And and that's the sad part, right? Because a lot of the live actions live actions that are made they're made in japan right so i found it yeah. interesting that i mean this is what it seemed like was the japanese take was just as bad as the american take if not worse yeah like it was just not received well in japan uh, yeah i read the i read a lot of articles in japanese too just to kind of see what the take was in, in the J japan side because i was like maybe this is just like an american thing or maybe this is just like a u.s thing i'm not i'm not 100 sure so yeah all the reviews i read in japanese are all negative too and that literally might just be because cowboy bebop is just like a beloved anime that's a 10 out of 10 in a lot of people's eyes i don't know if i necessarily agree with that but like at the same time like if they think that and it, it was something that they grew up with like if someone changes it yeah people are just going to be angry it's just usually how it goes yeah and and i think I wish I could see a skew of um, maybe who received it well in terms of like by country. Because this thing was trending for a while on Netflix. Like, I want to, I, I want to think that the people who reviewed it were more the negative people. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I don't know if you saw this recently, but they basically, Netflix just announced that they, 
that Cowboy Bebop would not get a season two and it would just not be continued. The live action that is. So from their standpoint, I think the negative reviewers and like the critics or the YouTube content creators, etc., or maybe the people that just press the like and dislike button on Netflix. There was there was enough of those to basically discontinue the show. So right, that's a bit sad. It's it's sad to see it got canceled. Um, part of the reason I want to take a guess is budget. I think Cowboy Bebop took a lot of. Like, even though there were a lot of holes in, in the the set, the characters, I bet it took a lot of budget to create, just because it's a lot of CGI. Yeah, I mean, some of the effects are flawed, and it's pretty bad looking, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's going to take a lot of money to still develop the show. Right, and, and Netflix's typical hits have actually been more the cheaper side, right? They're very easily produced. They're, they don't really require any special effects. So probably from a return on investment standpoint, those other shows, like whether if they had the same amount of, I don't know, traction as Bebop, but they used, maybe it used like a lower budget, maybe it would be renewed. But I think Cal, I would take a guess Cowboys, Cowboys be, uh, budget was kind of high. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever know, but I'm sure that like, I'm sure the revenue didn't outweigh the cost at the very least. Like they their margins are probably really low either really low or in the negatives from cowboy bebop and if that's the case then you know it's not it's not worth continuing a a negative margin show right they have other other shows that they could obviously invest in like squid game for example um and all these other ones like black mirror etc whatever it may be Um, so you always it's always a business in the end you can't support the show just to support the show and you have to support the ones that are actually making you money so right right and and maybe like let me ask your opinion on what did you think about the actors and actresses they used for bebop i thought for the most part they were fine like the only person i thought the acting was kind of unnatural or strange was jet and the the rest just felt fine i mean some of the script was pretty cringe to be honest with you like some of the jokes that they made like it was like it was either like overly sexual or somewhat racist or (laughs) something along those lines so so, some of the script writing and stuff made it a bit cringe but i think like the actors and actresses made the best out of what they were given at least yeah i definitely agree with you that the way they portrayed Faye and um Definitely a little a little more on that sexual side. Like, they almost tried to anime-fy her. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I kind of like, like, her, like, random, like, cussing or, like, outrage. Oh, yeah. She was a bright <laughs> spot. Just funny. I, I didn't like Vicious and um, Jet too much. I liked the dog a lot. They should have had oh, more yeah, shots I, I with like the, the dog. dog. too. Yeah. Yeah, Vicious was, um, I think, too anime-fied. In your words, um, he's just, I don't know. They try to make him look exactly the same, kind of like how they did with Spike. And I don't know, that that part, that part just felt a bit unnatural in a sense. Yeah, and, and like the thing about Vicious is that they, you know, in like animes, the antagonist, you can, you can do a pretty good job at like, portraying it's easy to make an antagonist in anime but it's hard to bring that into a real life person because usually there's something weird about them that that just doesn't translate into real people whether that's their hair color whether that's like the things they do or their actions it's a lot of it just doesn't usually make sense right Mm -hmm. um unless you're talking like james bond because james bond is probably one of those shows that you know the antagonists are like actually pretty cool but like yeah vicious in the anime right he's got like that silver haired i don't know just looks kind of evil type of guy but it's hard to make someone look evil and cool in real life at the same time yeah exactly so maybe what they could have done was potentially like stray away from how it looked in the anime but i i see the thing with that though is like i don't blame them because the problem with I guess like 
the response and the reviews that live actions have received in the past was one they stray too far away from the anime and i think the people that created cowboy bebop almost like overreacted to that and was just like okay we can't stray away from the anime like we have to make sure everything is basically like a like for like basis like every all the characters have to look the same minus Faye because you know her costume in the anime is a bit you know scandalous and two like they kept the opening they kept kind of like the outro and the intro of like the title and how it looked etc and it just felt like they overreacted too much to all this backlash that that like something like death note the um live action on netflix received where they were just like one you just strayed way too far from the anime this isn't what the anime was was like the characters are completely different the story is completely brand new everything is just made up the only thing that's there is the plot but even the plot changes right the only thing that's really there is a book like the death note book and everything else is different it just felt like they were just overreacting to that yeah they they overreacted too much into especially the antagonist side like i don't think people care too much when it's the protagonist i'm sure they people wanted to keep it somewhat the same as the anime but the antagonist side, I, I just think that was that that time could have been used a lot better. The whole vicious and Julia, honestly, kind of boring. I don't. I, that's just how it was to me, and kind of yeah. cringe. Like I just didn't really care for it. Yeah, it was pretty cringe. Not gonna lie, but yeah, I mean at the same, yeah, it's hard. I. I don't know what the content producers can do in terms of like a live action show in order to kind of like deflect the responses that people are going to get from the anime fans. So it's it's really hard. There's there just seems to be that like there is like there's no middle ground or like a point where anime fans could just feel satisfied or like not, I don't know if satisfied is the right word. Like it's almost just like neutral. Like just don't where they don't complain about anything where they're just like oh it's like fine kind of situation but from your standpoint because i i I think you don't watch live actions that much but is it something that you still want to see going forward like do you want to see people adapt anime into live actions or is it something that's just kind of like off your radar completely now no i think it's interesting i like seeing different takes and it's not, yeah, like you said, it's not something I always, I enjoy watching, but if it does come out, I do like to give it a chance. I mean, why not? I like anime. I relatively like shows and movies. I think if they continue to cast Asian leads, like not, not saying I just want to watch Asian, Asian leads, but I do like supporting and watching them. So as long as it's not like some, you know, american western guy playing spikes or protagonists of anime i think i'd watch it just just cause, just because you know is i hope that's yeah. a good enough reason to say that yes i would watch a live action if it's portrayed by someone i like um and see you like the whole my problem with bebop wasn't wasn't the plot it wasn't the characters it comes back down to i think what you're talking about about not straying too far from the anime but but at the same time they're deviating right we're, we're running in like a parallel world that sometimes crosses and sometimes diverges and it diverges by a lot um and the whole julia thing you know honestly i think i would have enjoyed it i think it would have ended a lot better if like vicious just killed her in front of spike and then it just ended or something honestly like it that would just leave a much bigger opening to take to take it further right because i isn't that what happened in the anime not not as a spoiler alert but i didn't isn't she dead i don't think she is i, I actually don't remember i obviously wasn't paying attention hard enough okay but yeah i just feel like two people fighting over over a girl none of that storyline never never is entertaining it just never is yeah it's just a bit over dramatic like it doesn't matter what show your what show what movie yeah there's the drama of like two men fighting over a woman that plot just never it's never enticing right for some reason people like watching much more sadder things right like fighting to save a country a world or 
or seeing like someone trying to like kill Bill, right? Like, I don't know if you've seen Kill Bill, where they killed her family, and then the whole story is about her just killing everyone as revenge. Honestly, Kill Bill is like kind of similar, but done better because she has like a purpose. Spike's purpose, he doesn't have one, right? And and I think that's another problem. Like Vicious's purpose is obviously just to kill Spike, which is because of Julia. I still don't really. It's like the whole thing just wasn't explained well in that sense, and those are the holes that I think really held Bebop back. It yeah, was that's too, fair. Trying too hard to to stay somewhat close that they didn't close the holes as a story itself. But having said all that, yes, I did think it was into enjoyable and entertaining. And if someone says like I hated it, I didn't enjoy it, then I would ask why did you finish it? Yeah. All right, because all these people were hating on it. Yeah. They finished it. All the reviews I'm reading, they finished it. And then they go write these reviews like all these holes, oh the main character sucks, oh the plot sucks. This is like not the same. But you finished it. How many anime have you sat through that you said this sucked and you finished? Because I can think of plenty that I watch and I'm like I can't finish this. This is I just can't do it. But this is 8 hours of something you watched. Which means, to some extent, you found it enjoyable. It might be because it's their job, though. <laughs> so it could it could be that they're like forced forced to watch it. Essentially, kind of going off of what you said in terms of like not deviating too much from the anime or just like staying in line with the anime. Do you think like the answer to that, or I don't know if this is the only answer, but this might be the only answer now at this point where just so many live actions have failed. Do you think the only answer is that live actions should only be done with something that's more realistic, something that's more like slice of life and can actually be translated into a real world setting? So I guess an example is recently there was a live action for Tokyo Revengers. It can be pretty, you know, it's pretty slice of lifey, like there's sci-fi elements to it, but it's pretty slice of lifey. You could translate it to the real world. Is that the only way to not mess it up and just like animify everything and have everything be cringe? Mm, Yes and no. Like, yes, slice of life's are easier to adapt. Yes, if it's less sci-fi, it's easier to adapt. But honestly, I think like this is a hot take, but. I think you could change an anime enough to the point that whatever is like the sci-fi or the unnatural becomes realistic. Does that make sense? So like, let me give an example. I was thinking about like, what live action would I watch when you said, would I continue to watch it? And you know, how would I, how would I want it to be kind of done such that I think it would be enjoyable and, you know, not get too much hate. And I was thinking about Demon Slayer, right? Like all this hype with Demon Slayer. One day in the future, let's say someone was like, oh, I want to make a Demon Slayer live action, right? On top of your head, the first thought is that's going to go terribly, right? There's no way that's going to work out. But then if you think about it some more, and what if they like play it as like, I mean, obviously you don't have these like powers coming out of your sword, right? You don't, you're not like pulling like Bonkai's like Bleach, but you know, it's more realistic in that like there were clans of like samurai back in the day. Um, Obviously everyone worships their own gods, and whatnot but you could almost make that somewhat more realistic and and maybe it's not demons you're fighting but maybe some other type of common enemy i don't know like maybe maybe in that way it'd be, it would make more sense but i guess you'd have to have demon slayer but then again resident evil is very popular it's about zombies so i think if you made demon slayer about zombies why not Steve, I think this is like the circular argument here, right? Because one, if you deviate from the Demon Slayer thing, people are going to say this isn't Demon Slayer anymore. So that's like going to completely enrage the anime fans. Then two, if you basically do it the exact same, then you're going to have like random anime-fied stuff like Inosuke and Zenitsu who just like flashbang and which isn't very realistic and might look pretty bad. And I'm just going to do a direct comparison because there is a Bleach live action on Netflix. And I'm I'm just assuming you haven't watched it. But if you watch it, they keep all the elements of Bleach in terms of the Bankai and stuff. And it doesn't look great. 
It just looks. <laughs> it doesn't. I, yeah, that doesn't sound like that would that'd be enjoyable. I mean, the story and the plot of the Bleach live action on Netflix, don't get me wrong, is in line with the manga and in line with the anime. So from that standpoint, like they did a good job, but the animation and stuff just looks sus. Like it almost feels like it should have just stayed in the anime format because it's too unrealistic. But I'm going to take another flip side of this for another live action on Netflix, but there's a live action for Ruroni Kenshin on Netflix, which looks amazing. Like it's the best live action I've watched to date. And it's not even close. It on, on a standalone basis, it might still be like a nine out of 10 or like a 9.5 out of 10 movie. Great movie. If you haven't watched it, you should totally watch it. But Ruroni Kenshin is more not anime-fied. Like the things that were in the manga and the anime can translate more so in a real-world setting. So it translated a lot better. And there aren't moment there are some moments that are a bit cringy and then like the action scenes are a bit over dramatic, but there aren't a lot of those. So it's a lot easier for I think the common person to digest. So like Demon Slayer, if you like kind of try to adapt it, hmm. it falls like in that fine line. Like, do you take the Roni Kenshin route, but then like you lose all the kind of aspects of all the, like the breathing techniques and whatnot, and the visuals, like kind of like the colorful visuals that come with it. Or two, you go, you take the Bleach route, and then you keep it, all of it, and then it just looks really cheesy. <laughs> yeah, that. See, that's tough. That's tough, right? And then. <sighs> And then you have things like Detective Pikachu, where it's like some weird hybrid CGI human thing, <laughs> but it worked. I mean, I thought it, I thought it worked. <laughs> I thought Detective Pikachu actually got a pretty good review. <laughs> I thought, I thought it got pretty good feedback as just like a comedy kind of. Show. I mean, it's not rated like the highest, but it's like a sixty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes, which. Hey, that's not know, bad. That's not bad that's for Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. But yeah, I think like the, it's it's so hard because from from my perspective, like the things that translated well are the things that have more so real world elements to it, like the Ruroni Kenshin's. Um, there's a Death Note live action ad- adaptation that's done in Japanese, not the Netflix one, a Japanese TV series. I think it's on Crunchyroll actually, which is actually really good. Um, and then there's something like Assassination Classroom, which has some anime components to it but is still really good and then there's another movie called kingdom which is based off the kingdom anime which is like more so just like more real world related like those are all like very good ones from a live action standpoint it almost feels like they should kind of stay in that realm but then there's like random ones like gintama that i watched which has (laughs) almost no like it's like bleach it's it's like very extravagant it's not very realistic and it, it's probably the second best live action i've watched so i don't know where that fine line is where things could, should go going forward but to to warn you of what's what's yet to come um i think there's a i think it's sponsored or produced by netflix but there's a one piece live action coming for you <laughs> oh no Oh no, I would not like to see a rubbery man extend himself in live action. That just that just sounds like no. That's a no no. Yeah, I don't know uh how that's gonna turn out. I don't know about that one. Just based off of how I'm gonna be seeing a Majin Bebop, I'm gonna sing a live action Majin Boo. That's what that's what I'm imagining right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not it might not be the best one, but I don't know, like my initial thought of it is just like it's probably gonna flop because it's too unique. It's just been an anime for so long. It's been twenty years or so of this anime running, the manga going on. There's no way this thing doesn't get hate. It's just, uh, I don't know. It sounds seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that that sounds like a whole bunch of bad bundled up together. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. But there's like the rumored like. Kimi no Nawa Hollywood movies, you know, that that actually might translate decently well in like a real world setting. Those should those should translate pretty well. And you know, maybe maybe the one positive, the silver lining in all this is that for something like Bebop, for something like Kimi no Nawa, 
if they do make a live action and it's something like it's like Netflix released or something big, it definitely grows awareness in the community towards anime. Because I don't oh I don't own a Netflix account. I was just signing in a few times. But there was a point where the Cowboy Bebop anime was trending for a bit because of the show. It happened after the show was released. Yeah. This is us being like the biggest positive polys of the world thinking of the best thing that came out of this experience we found one okay thing. okay let, let, let's put it <laughs> let's put a number people people love to hear ratings what's your rating give me a give me your give me your number what's out your what's your mal rating yeah what's your rating out of 10 with five being average like for, a, five, for a show yeah with and one being absolute like why is this a show why who produced this this torturous production to be honest with you i I don't even think um like it's that low like from an entertainment standpoint i i actually enjoyed the show like i thought it was hilarious it made me laugh um so it's probably somewhere between like the average like five to like a little above average six for me it's probably closer to a five i was gonna give it like a high fives to a low six which yeah i'm thinking high fives I mean, low six i enjoyed it i watched it like yeah, am i like, gonna go tell you it's 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 good no to be honest with you it's better than 80 percent of the anime that i've watched this year 80 percent's a little high but you know no, actually it's, this is better this, than 80 percent this is it me or is this another hot take this year's anime as a whole is there's a lot of lackluster anime there's a lot of like the range this? in this year is pretty it's pretty big <laughs> 2021 anime was not it. I guess this will lead us to the next episode because we'll be kind of putting together our top five or top 10 anime of the year list to just go through all the good anime that we've watched. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I'll probably just end up with the top five because I don't even think I've watched that many much good anime. And with that being said, like the Bebop was like kind of a nice change of pace, to be honest with you. Like, I've been watching so much isekai shit, man. I I'm I was sick of that. And then it was able to make me laugh. It like was just entertaining to watch, to be quite honest with you. And that's all I really look for in a show now. I'm not trying to nitpick at everything. Like the sci-fi effects, yeah, sometimes it's trash. Yeah, I get it. But in the end, like it was still fun for me to watch it. Fair enough, fair enough. Definitely agree. It was fun. All right, well... You know, not to, I know, get off this Cowboy Bebop topic, because I think we could spend much more time on this, but hopefully that gives everyone kind of our takes on it. Would love to hear anyone else. I know we have some people who listen to this who probably are coming in with a much lower score. I'd love to hear why. But, you know, maybe to close off, why don't you give us our weekly or bi-weekly or tri-weekly twitter ranking update on the anime for the season oh okay okay wait wait i gotta I got find it real quick and while you're looking that up um have you watched aquatope lately i've pretty much caught up and okay, okay wait i, I might caught actually, up too i'm actually be, might be on like the different side of the spectrum for you than then uh i i guess like on your opinion of aquatope i actually don't want it to end it's Honestly, it's it's kind of enjoyable. Uh, right now, the last episode I thought was was enjoyable. No, the thing the thing about the show is that it's like a good weekly show. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like when you come back from work and you're just like, I don't want to think about anything. I just want to watch something in the background. I'll I can scroll my phone or like just watch something real quick and just be brain dead. It's it's very good at that. So last night I had a choice between aquatope or tact to go watch before i went to sleep i chose aquatope good choice and but yeah it's it was it was nice though i have a i have a very very big question for the producers and and maybe we can talk about that next week but they did not explain this little god guy at all (laughs) like this guy's gone like i'm so confused (laughs) what this man does wait is did he have a role in like the last episode or something? Because he hasn't had a role in like no, no, he's never had a role. Twenty he, episodes. I, I haven't even seen him in the last like four episodes or five episodes. Oh, okay, 
Because I was like, yeah, they completely got rid of that element, which was really weird. They just cut it out completely. I thought who would have a bigger role in terms of like, I guess, the magic behind the aquariums. Yeah, this they this guy like was a clear role in the first half, and then like as or at least he showed up. And and now I now I now I don't know. There's only one episode left, right? So wow, the end of Aquatope. Been like, a long ride. They explain Aquatope in this last episode. They explain White Sand. On nothing related to the god. This this guy is just this guy was just a filler 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 character. It's like the hey, the, the artist is on PTO or something. They're out of office for the year. Maybe um we'll get in the last episode. Who knows? I hope so. I hope so. I hope someone's sitting there in the studio like, oh, we need to figure out what we're gonna do with this guy. All right, I got the ratings from last week because they they update it on every Sunday. Okay. Number one is Mieruko-chan, which I've still been watching. It's uh, I don't know if that's the number one show. I don't get it. I don't know why that's number one. Number two is Jobless Reincarnation, which it should be number number one, to be honest. Number three is Tactop. Tactop's going to get a little better, in my opinion. I like need to catch up. I need to catch up. Yeah, you should catch up. It's it's progressing, at least. I feel like they're kind of starting to explain everything in it. Number four is Ranking of Kings. I didn't watch last week. I don't think you watched last week either, so not sure if that sounds about right. I haven't watched it, yep. Number five is Comey Can't Communicate, okay, which is still a great show. Still rated very highly. Yeah, Comey uh, is like my Aquatope show, too. Like, it's just consistently good hilarious like another psyche k basically um number six is my senpai is annoying i've never seen this actually my senpai is annoying i don't even remember i don't even know what platform that one's on yeah i don't know what that is um number seven is banished from the hero's party i decided to live a quiet life i've watched this it's on funimation it's pretty trash um, number eight, Taisho Otome Fairy Tale. I don't know what that is. Number nine is Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. Have you been watching that? I don't no. think so, right? I have, what is All that? Right. I have no idea. And then number 10 is Assassin. Yes, it made it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, My favorite still there. show. I think, I think in terms of popularity, Assassin's pretty popular. It's pretty popular, and it's gonna. The next episode's gonna be interesting, I think. Yeah, and I'm sure like this list will change significantly because this came out the same day that Demon Slayer came out. So like, once Demon Slayer hits this list, it's, this is gonna all shift down probably. Well, that's what feels bad that Assassin is is better than eighty six. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, eighty six isn't even on this list. <laughs> some some man was that man was very tired of these plot development episodes. Yeah, 86 is literally not even on this list. All right, so I, I guess I'm not alone to say that, like, 86 has just completely fallen off for me. You know what's interesting is uh, the artwork for the cover for 86. They clearly show the, uh, what's her name, Melise, the handler. But she's, like, non-existent. Yeah, okay, that, that's what I, that was like pissing me off. Like, why is she this big in the cover photo and she's not even been in the story for the entire season? I, I just don't get it. This is like when um, I was watching Sword Art uh, Alkalization and wondering where the hell Asuna was. Yeah, that's basically it. She is just gone. Oh. Apparently, like, this is just fall 2021 anime, so Demon Slayer is not, like, a, a available choice to select for next week. Ah, uh, it's a winter. All right. I guess that wraps up this episode. All right. Is there so anything Cowboy else you want to talk about? No, I think, I'm, I think I'm good. I think I've said my piece with Bebop. Unfortunately, it's been canceled, so we don't have to, I guess, go to the board anymore about this um, until the next live action. Yeah, until One Piece, when we could talk about this even more. I I guarantee you I will watch that, because I need to roast that thing. I will watch it and probably cry. but Unless it's I guess amazing. For, I mean, who knows? Hey, who knows? Who knows? 
I, maybe they got like the biggest budget of all time. All right, next week, top 10, right? Yeah, top 10 anime of the year. All right, can't all wait. All right, peace out, we booze. Peace.